Are you are you going to do the opening or am I? Because I've done it twice now. Well, this is your thing. Take it away. Oh, all right. Well, welcome to the Family Bicycle <laughs> podcast. Uh, it's day three of hashtag lockdown bicycle. We're having wild adventures with kids and bikes. I'm Tom. I'm Katie. And uh, we are in the midst of trying to make the most of the new English coronavirus lockdown, aren't we? I think it's been disappointing, to say the least, so far. It's not been remotely like the upsides that we saw in lockdown one so far, has it? No, and I don't think we've really seen a difference in terms of traffic levels and things like that. The town centre today... It doesn't feel like... If you, I mean, I've spent a lot of the day with the window out of, of the room that I'm working on, looking out onto the main road into town, and I can genuinely say the number of people heading in and out of town and the number of vehicles heading in and out of the town, it, it could just be any other day. Yeah, and the town centre, when I went through earlier on, was just as normal. Everything seemed to be open. I know there's some things that aren't, but compared to the last you know few weeks... It seemed pretty much the same. There were people stood out in the street talking to one another in fairly sizable groups in places. There was traffic absolutely everywhere. Um, I haven't seen anything really that says that things are going to be different. Where last time it was, wasn't it? Last time you could hear the birds sing. Last time it was quiet and that was the overwhelming impression. I think our hopes of this second lockdown giving us the benefits in terms of going out on the bike that we enjoyed last time, I think they're out the window, aren't they? Yeah, I think any hope that we had has has well and truly left the building. So we did get out today. I did a fairly lengthy spell out on the tandem, towing Bob in the trailer. Ruth did a a stint and then came home and swapped stokers and then took Rhoda out. Rhoda Rhoda was gunning for it today. It was, uh, <laughs> it was, it was she quite She had a point to prove because she didn't get to go first. She did. So the intention was that uh, Rhoda was going to go out on her own bike and she just hasn't ridden on the road for a little while. And I don't know what had got into her, to be honest. She just wasn't quite, uh, she wasn't quite on the money. So I said to Rhoda, hang on, and you can have a, a go on the back of the tandem next and we'll just do it on shifts. And she got ever so upset, didn't she? She was livid. She did not want to put her bike away. <laughs> she it, was she was ready to show you what she could do on her bike it, on well, the road. Well, it, it came it came out in the legs. I tell you, because I went to the butchers and back with Ruth, and um, it was it was a, Ruth put in a you know a reasonable a reasonable performance on on the back, but uh, where Ruth tends to talk more, Rhoda just goes for it quietly on the back and just. Gives it the gives it the beans, and I, I got a I, I got a second fastest segment going out of Wellingborough <laughs> with Ryder on the back. Even though you've got the trailer. Even with the tra- yes, that's the that's that's going uphill with the trailer on the back on a road that we do fairly often. It was up towards the railway station in in Wellingborough, and uh, yeah, I got my little silver medal for that, and that was that was everything to do with the Stoker on the back of the tandem. My goodness, she wanted to. Wanted to prove it this afternoon. She wants to let you know she was there. Yeah, so <laughs> the girls have both had a good run out. I ended up doing about an hour and a half straight on the tandem, towing the trailer with Robert in it, who I, I think slept for probably half of it. But the rest of the time, he was he was jabbering away. He was doing his snollabollockers and He's danced you know. his socks off today. Oh, he has, hasn't Beefy he? to bend, you have got some something to answer for. <laughs> you really have. We are going to have to. We're going to have to make good on that at some point, aren't we? And go to, go to the tour. 
We are, but in the meantime, I think there's a risk that he's actually going to drive me insane with demanding repeats. Demanding music. Yeah, Dutch. (laughs) Modern day drinking songs and house music. Love it. So, managed to get a ride out. We managed to go to the butchers, get our food. Oh, the country park next to the butchers. Marked up as a clear way. The soft verges. You're not supposed to park it on. There was just a line of BMWs and Audis and Evox and all of that. Um, I had to wait going through the big dip before we get to the butchers. There's that steep climb as we get there. I always avoid that um, when I go the long way around. You go the long way. <laughs> well, I was worried I was going to be the getting there. heavier than the tandem, in fairness. Uh, well, that's true. <laughs> I, I was worried that I was going to be getting there after closing time. So... <laughs> I went the I went the direct way, and you normally expect that you have a good run down the bottom. Just watch out for the sketchy gravel bit in the in the dip at the bottom, and then you'll get at least a bit of a slingshot. Well, it took me about four minutes to get down the line of parked cars, as they were all letting each other in and out of parking spaces that weren't. It was ridiculous. Um, anyway, we got our meat, um, and yeah, but I didn't. How long does it take to get out of the house? Particularly when we've not, you know, we're, a lot of the riding we're doing at the moment with the children is utility riding, isn't it? It's jump on the underwater in your own clothes, and we've done that for a, the yeah, last few the weeks of school. Whatever you happen to be wearing, and go. Yeah, and then today you come to say, right, everybody, put your cycling kit on. <laughs> well, it was that's two one o'clock. Of the things that lockdown has not improved, isn't no, it? No, it hasn't. It was the two o'clock when I said, children. "We're going to go." <laughs> And I, I eventually, I got going at 2.48. And that was just simply saying, right, we're going, we're going to set off now. Go and stick your kit on. Getting Robert in the trailer, getting everybody outside. Robert's the least bother of all of them. He is. Well, I, I put him in the trailer today, long before we got everything else ready. And I just strapped him in and sat him watching Night Garden in the trailer. And he was, he was happy as Larry. He was ready to nod off by the time I got out onto the road. But goodness me, I spent as much time trying to get out of the door. Thomas hasn't ridden because he's left his cycling shoes at school. Ruth Ruth lost her cycling jacket, claimed that she hadn't, and forgot that the names are sewn into them. Oh, and tried to nick her sister's. And tried to nick Rhoda's. (laughs) Got found out. Yeah, got found out by the fact that the name is stitched into the back. Then there was the can't find the heart rate monitor saga, which seems to be... Oh, that was me, that wasn't was it, you. actually? Yeah. yeah. I don't know how, either, because I've got I'm the only one who's got two of the wretched things. But I, I don't understand why an expensive Bluetooth low-energy device, that the whole point of it is that it connects to your phone, I don't understand why it can't be like a tile or something like that and have some sort of proximity thing in it. So, Or you can just, you know, ping it, make it make a noise, because that would solve a heck of a lot of trouble. We basically need... Everything to do with the bikes to be capable of being paged, don't we? Yes, that would that <laughs> for, would do. For wherever it, it happens and to then, have been abandoned. In and the then end. I just start the process by all I've got to remember to do is put my watch on in the morning, and then I can ping my phone with my watch, and then my phone will find everything else. Foolproof. Yeah, but so forty-eight grief. minutes to beat tomorrow. Forty-eight minutes to beat. I'm going to. In fairness, I'm team, note that you might down. be thinking in horror that, but that's that's not far above our average for getting out of the house <laughs> by the time we've dragged out all of the bikes from their storage places and uh, it, it's like when we go the tires up and faffed around it's like when we go touring though isn't it we oh, know that we only have to do that once the worst 
bit of going on any holiday. But as soon as we've left the house with the bikes, and particularly then if we've taken the car once we've divested ourselves of the car, that moment when you hit the road and you know, right, we are self-contained now. If you've forgotten it, it's tough. If you've forgotten it, it's tough. <laughs> but equally, you then, you know, you arrive somewhere for the night, well, you put the to... tent up, you do all of that, and the next morning you know that if you take everything with you that you arrived with that, the night before, you've still got everything. Yeah. And we generally go touring not in the winter. So you don't have to deal with, oh, I can't find my gloves. And I yeah. haven't got my casket and my head's going to be cold. And... and Ruth will invariably come down with bare arms and legs. Ruth, irrespective of the temperature. Ruth has no concept of what time of year it is. No. <laughs> and she'll be the one, no, no, I'm not going to wear gloves. No, I'm just, well, you're getting get cold hands. No, no, I'll be fine. And she's the most likely when she gets out there. My hands are cold. Yeah. With a subsequent drop-off in Watts. I think Ruth is just picking her kit based on what she likes the look of. Yeah, she likes those bright red arm warmers. She likes the bright she? red arm warmers. She likes that they match her jersey with the her Belgian striped jersey. Yes. And it's between the red that and the Canyon Sram top, isn't it? The red arm warmers match the summer kit, and so can be worn in spring and autumn. But they are not man enough for a proper winter day. They're not. They're not. And Ruth just won't accept it. Bless her. But the, the Hup winter kit is still serving us really well, isn't it? Yeah, Not... it is. Although I think we've got to do a, a, a set of cascading of sizes because they've all flipping grown. Yeah, they go from looking they go, they go from, from being black to looking white as the fabric's stretchy. getting stretched by growing <laughs> See, thighs. Kids, kids in see-through lycra is not going to catch on. No, I, I think we should just steer clear of that generally. But uh, yeah, so we we got some we got some. I did nearly twenty miles in the end, which is at least good practice for that outfit going to do the school run that we talked about yesterday going to no mechanicals no mechanicals it went like excrement off a shiny shovel i'm just feeling it a bit in my hands because it's quite you know for me it's six foot eight we've not upgraded the grips on that bike yet either they could do with the i think i think i need another hand position as well because just that that hand position, bearing in mind that I'm six foot eight and I sit very, very high on the bike on a really stupidly long seat post, the front end of the bike is still low. You know, it's a bike fitter's nightmare, so but I'm putting adding, a lot of weight on the We're adding hands. a set of grips onto the list for Father Christmas, are we? Along with uh, the uh, Wahoo Element Bolt that Ruth has announced she's going to be writing to Father Christmas about. Yeah, I'm just, it's good. It's I'm just glad kids gets expensive. I'm just folks. glad she's not asked for a power me, so that's the thing left. And at the moment, the cold hands will cost her far more power than she's going to find by measuring it. Well, we got it, we got it done anyway, and Thomas has learnt his lesson. I said to him in the car on the way home from school on Friday, I know we're not riding, but you have still brought all your kit, haven't you? Yes, yes. And then, oh, I've not got my cycling shoes. And I said to him, you did, I did ask you, have you got all of your kit? Well, you didn't mention anything about shoes. Well, that's just... Uh... And it's it, just children, isn't it? He was all for trying to ride on a <laughs> pair of SPD pedals in his trainers, and I just thought, no, we'll, we'll, we'll leave that one. But I, he's going for a trip on the underwater tomorrow, if nothing else. We'll see if we can squeeze him on a Brompton. Yeah. He's grown lately, so we might. Now, tomorrow, end of the Vuelta, and Roglic actually gets to win a Grand Tour this year. I think he was probably due that, wasn't he? Isn't this going to be like the first day in how many weeks where we've not had a bike race to watch as yeah, well? Yeah, that's it. Tomorrow will we're be the end of the road season. It's going to be a proper come down because you've been able to watch bike racing on the telly 
at least the highlights, yeah. every day for how it's, many weeks now? It's been, it's been so it's been peculiar, of hasn't sport. it? It's been a, a, a very odd season. Well, that autumn has just been... I mean, we, we have got accustomed to there being a grand tour on, haven't we, lately? And watching, you know, the breakaway on, the, on uh, Eurosport at the end of the day, we've had most of the classics season. We've had three grand tours, two of them overlapping... I think we lost Paris Roubaix, but not a, not a great deal else from the from, from the men's calendar anyway. I mean, there's the whole business well, about the even, balance. Isn't let's there? not even talk about the women's racing because it doesn't take Ruth to tell you that it's just not fair. It's not, and I think that's that's going to be a that's going to be a subject for another podcast another day, isn't it? But it it doesn't feel right the way we've condensed the men's season and done as much as we have, and then the, the women's season has largely gone by the board. And there's been some cracking racing in there in in between. Um, but, yeah, it doesn't quite seem right. But Roglic, bless him, he's, he's had a hell of a time, hasn't he? I, mean, I, think, I think it was probably fair that he went home from this season with a grand tour in his pocket after how close he came with, with the tour. I mean, I've, I'll, be, I'll be honest, I was rooting for Pogaccia at the end of at the end of the Tour de France. That's because everyone likes an underdog. Everyone likes an underdog. But and he, you know, he did, Pogaccia did have a real stinker of a start to the Tour, didn't he? He did, he did. And and it wasn't really reflective of his ability, the fact that he ended up so far adrift. I think I think it wasn't just the, the, the underdog thing, but it was the way he was jumping the Jumbo-Visma train and just doing his own his own thing and then... Boom! Off he went at the end. That was, but Roglic, he's carried himself well, hasn't he? You know, in he terms has. of role models for the children, in terms he was of really, sportsmanship, you know, that was a big loss, and he, he was an he bore absolute it well. gent. Yeah, and that's the kind of example that we want to see the children be, be set, because we all know that when they race and lose, it hurts. Yeah, and, and to a degree, it should. I, I'm a firm believer that, that it should. You know, Ron Dennis said second place is first loser. But by the same token, you've got to be able to lose well to be able to compete because I mean, that was almost a problem with Thomas, wasn't it, when he first took up bike racing? He just won too, we needed too easily. Him to, we needed, him, we to needed learn, him to lose. We needed him to learn the lesson that it, it's not always easy and you have to be gracious in defeat and particularly when you've been beaten fair and square. Yeah, and, you know, it was always going to happen. It was just that the longer, the longer he went without needing to do it those first few races where we had no idea where he would come but he had you know he had the legs didn't he and we just knew that one day a kid was going to come along and uh, put him in his box (laughs) he's he's had that lesson now and now when he chooses to race he knows that uh... but to see that model by elite sportsman I think I think Roglic has had a lot to teach the children you know we've seen we've seen all sorts of other behaviours demonstrated in the peloton um, this, this time round, but Tao Gagan Hart as well, just from the point of view of saying, don't give up. The fact that he went to the Giro to support Geraint Thomas and came away having won the thing. Um, Fair play. You know, being ready to seize an opportunity. Goodness me, he, he, he did that. Second rider on my list though is Alex Dowsett. I've just got to mention Alex because I, it was an interview that was largely really innocuous. You know, he's ended up struggling for a uh, a ride for next season. Uh, one stage eight of the Giro and had to explain that he still didn't have a ride for next season afterwards. 
um, and has obviously gone through the process, which let's face it, a lot of us have this year, including me, of you know facing being out of work. Um, but I thought I just thought it was a lovely little comment from Alex Dowsett where he said, "Well, when I do come to thinking about managing the end of my career now, I'm better set up for it, and I'm quite happy with the idea that I could be a stay-at-home dad and be the kit man for my children." And I thought I was a, that was that was a, a lovely a lovely comment. Um, you know, we 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 hear the, the very little really about cyclists, pro cyclists as parents. I think there's very very little made of it. You think of some of the other well, things all, that have happened in sport. They're all so young in fairness. Well, they're, yeah, they're children themselves now, yeah. while they're winning grand there tours. There are some aren't serious serious contenders up and coming who are teenagers still when they're bursting onto the races. Yeah, season. but you so know, you're not going to hear them chatting about their kids. But, but. I think about things like um, you, you, you know Ronnie O'Sullivan winning at the crucible and pulling his little boy out to come and hold the trophy with him and things like that we don't see very much of that in cycling and obviously there's been a fair bit said about lizzie danan's return to the sport fair play you know back to the very top level of the sport as a a, a, as a a relatively new mum um you know fair play but i just thought it was really (laughs) nice yeah i can't even begin to think how she did that because i've tried it and you know we had to cancel a cycling trip because i just completely underestimated we, we, we did. how quickly I was going to recover. And for, for, for regular listeners and, and followers of Family Bicycle, there is there is a record attempt that we have never, ever told you about. And I'm not going to tell you about it now because the story really merits being told properly. But after our Land's End John O'Groats record attempt, we actually set out to do another one. And it didn't come off. It didn't come <laughs> off. It was a little bit too close to giving birth. It, it, it was. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, we, we don't like to put pressure on the children by announcing in advance, we're going to do this, that and the other. So generally, when we do stuff, you find out when we're halfway through it. Or when we've done it. Or when we've done it, because we don't like to put the pressure on the children. But Well, anyway, so Alex Dowsett, uh, I, I, was just, I just thought that was, that, that was lovely, the fact that he's coming towards the end of his career. We're going to see him race again next year, but he's already thinking... He could be the uh, he could be the kit man and the stay at home dad. I thought that was that was lovely. Now the next one is a name that people won't have heard. But talking about talented uh, young men, talented young men, absolutely. When Thomas went to uh, the cycling club that he went to for a few years when he first uh, first got into racing, um, there was a, an an older lad who really took Thomas under his wing, wasn't there? And uh, we're really, really pleased to say we've heard just literally tonight that Josh Brown has been signed for the 2021 season for Tafauti. I've got to get that right. It's Swahili. Tafauti, everyone active is the name of the team. Um, he's going to be racing for them next year. I, I looked at their calendar for this year and uh, there was some there was some fairly interesting stuff going on. They're not just racing here either, going into, going into Europe, racing in Belgium and places like that as well. Um, but a really, really level-headed young man, a cracking rider. He casually invited me out for a, a what a, was a Sunday morning, <laughs> yeah. you know, easy few miles recovery for him. ride for him, <laughs> and he nearly ripped my legs off. And we we were quite some way from home, and I'd say to him, Josh, I'm not going to make it back to where we started if we keep this pace going. Um, but a really, really lovely young man who works so hard at his riding. And uh, pleased as punch for him that, that he's he's got himself a, a, a ride with a, a junior team for next year, and we're really going to enjoy uh, following him. 
so that's that's the end of the end of the road season and well who knows what the next few weeks they're going to hold but ruth is ready she's got her cross ties on she has she has she's determined to go back out she is ready to do the rollers she insists as well so i fear that we're now going to end up having to swap wheels backwards and forwards all the time so she can have a 700c slicks on the rollers and then go to the park and make a mess plus we're back into cleaning bikes again aren't we yeah. Oh no, I thought I'd escaped because I wasn't going to be a rugby mum. Yeah. And so I wasn't going to have to wash tons and tons of muddy rugby kit. But no, cycling has not disappointed. They come back just as muddy they as rugby and with a bike. Muddy, and they've got a bike to clean as well, which definitely takes longer than brushing off a pair of boots. And then if you've been going anywhere to do it, you've also then got to wash your car as well, probably inside and out if you're not careful. We Maybe we'll be spared that. Um, with there being no racing going on at the moment, but oh dear, yes. But lots of different genres of riding going on. I've got my leg warmers and my gloves and all of that back out now. Robert went out in his uh, oh, in his in big his thermal spotty thermal thermal suit, <laughs> which made him look like the Michelin Man. <laughs> he looks like he works on an oil rig, doesn't he? <laughs> Brilliant. Well, I reckon that's our time, and. Uh, We've got riding to do tomorrow. I've got a job application or two to do. We're still... We've still got a window to reinsert in the house. Oh, yes, we've still got a sash window to put back in <laughs> before we finish our day. <laughs> yeah, it's getting quite chilly, so we probably ought to go and do that now. We're going to get that sorted before the carpet arrives. That's not far. We only moved out of our bedroom... Oh, is it? It'll be three years this Christmas, won't it? Yeah. We've been sleeping in the dining room for the last three years, which has... Everybody will probably have guessed that our dining room, not being out of action, has also reduced the amount of bike parking available. We did not downstairs. keep bikes in the dining room. But the way things have been moved round... The way that we haven't moved other things out, other furniture is in weird places. And so, we're going to sort our lives out and get this decorating done. Because three years is just insane. So we're going to refit a sash window. We're going to thank you very much for listening to the Family Bicycle podcast. Please rate us. We want to say thank you to super fan Andrew Ronald, who I believe did. He sent us a message to say, I listened to a podcast this morning on my way to work and you've got your six out of five for Robert. So please give us a, give us a six out of five and review us wherever you get your podcasts. We're hoping to do another one of these tomorrow and get out there and ride your bike if you can. We can't, can't encourage that strongly enough. Let's make the most of this. We're tweeting on hash lockdown bicycle. And, so uh, send us a picture or tell us what you've been up to. Give us some inspiration to keep us going, despite the fact that there are still cars on the road. It's cold. Yeah. It, it, tell, us, tell us if you can beat 48 minutes for getting, for getting your kids out, out the door. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, thanks for listening. Take care. We'll catch you soon.